welcome to the Moms Career Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Carla Jallo, and I'm on a mission to help working mamas everywhere navigate the tricky terrain of where work life meets mom life. I'm blowing the lid off of every misconception that exists in regards to what it looks like to be a modern working mom. Let's get started. guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom's Career Guide podcast. Today I have Caitlin Soule with me. She's my very special guest and she's really become a mom friend of mine over the past year. We connected through a women's networking group called Hey Mama. They're a fantastic group and she's a licensed marriage and family therapist She's a mom of three, she's a wife, she's a business owner, she's an entrepreneur, and she's really doing all the things. She actually has a podcast herself called A Little Less of a Hot Mess, and she has just written her first book with the same title called A Little Less of a Hot Mess. So Caitlin's here to chat with us today. Welcome, Caitlin. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I loved being on your podcast last time. I love everything. I, I love following you on Instagram. You and I uh, connected from our Hey Mamas networking group, and it's just been so wonderful to know you. In fact, it makes me think about like all the negative stuff with social media. Like one of the best things for me has been connecting with women like you. So thank you so much for having me on. I really am grateful to be here. Yes, I feel exactly the same way. So let's just dive right in and talk about some stuff that you've been going through recently with school transitions. I t- I went through this last year. We're still not in the clear here in Tennessee, but can you just share your experience a little bit, you know, with uh, what you've been, what's been happening in your life over the summer and with getting your kids back into school and stuff like that? Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, it's a juggle. It is always in motherhood, right? There's always the juggle of trying to figure out how to make it all work. And with the way things are going right now with the, with the pandemic, it's like, it's, it's definitely making it harder because we thought that there was, you know, this light at the end of the tunnel. And I think there still is, but, uh, it seemed like we were in the clear. Our kids were starting school in the fall. Um, it's now we're into week two of school. I'm, I come from the land of California, right? Yes. (laughs) We are week two or three into school. And with the Delta variant, it's just touch and go. So we're Um, our schools are mostly committed. It seems like in California to keeping these kids in school, there's just like, I'm sure like you, a lot of protocols going on. So I think for us moms, it's making it harder. And I can definitely speak for myself here is the uncertainty of it all. Oh yeah. Will my kid get sent home today because somebody in their class is sick? You know, will they get sick, which, you know, none of us want for our children, you know, will they be okay having to wear their mask all day? Will they, you know, there's so many questions I think that just add to that already heavy mental load and emotional load of motherhood. Right. Absolutely. So as a therapist, you specialize in anxiety and managing anxiety. So can you give us any tips on how moms can help manage their anxiety and maybe help with their kids? Because like you said, the uncertainty, the plates are full. I went through this last year And it's not gone this year. It's still there. But I think having had the experience of walking through this last year, you know, the schools opened and then there were some COVID cases that happened on one side of the school. So then they shut down that side of the school. And then, you know, after fall break, some kids came back and they tested positive for COVID. So then we were homeschooling for like two weeks. (laughs) 
um, you know, this virtual learning dance and we stuck with it. The school stuck with it. And then we, we were able to complete the school year and it actually turned out to be a good, I think for the kids, yeah. for people in California and New York and New Jersey. And despite this variant and everything that's going around, but, and we actually kind of spoke this time last year, you know, when I was going through that and you yes. have some very helpful tips. So what can you tell moms that are currently kind of on this roller coaster? Sure. Sure. I think, um, even if you're not on the, um, like, even if your kids aren't in school right now, if you're just a mom and a parent right now in a world, that's very uncertain, there's likely to be some anxiety, right? And that's more oh, yeah. natural. I always say, um, anxiety is not necessarily or inherently bad. It's there to signal us that something's going on. Right. But what I would say, some, some, some tips and tools right now, number one is pay attention to what's within your control, which is actually very little. I hate to say that, yeah, <laughs> it's true. Likes to hear that. but I always say the only thing certain is uncertainty itself. And so mm-hmm. we can control what we can, which is things like, what we do sometimes, you know, if, if we don't have young babies that don't sleep through the night or toddlers, what we do with ourselves in the morning, how we choose to wake up, um, how we choose to move our bodies, what kind of food we put in our bodies, what kind of thoughts we allow to flow through our minds or what kind of thoughts we buy into. Those are the things we can control. We cannot control what happens with the weather. We cannot control what happens with COVID. Um, so focusing on the things that you can do to keep yourself as you know, I hate to say this word same, but as well, um, healthy as possible and your family, that's all you can do. So focus yeah. on what's in control and do your best to practice. This is the part two, which I think is the hardest part. Do your best to practice living in the land of uncertainty and just being with it. Because again, certainty is certain, right? Or uncertainty is certain. Well, it's always been, I guess, the certainty of things has always been a bit of an illusion anyways, right? Yes. Maybe we felt like we were secure in our world, but as we can see, if, if anything, any lessons can be learned from the past, you know, 18 months, it's that things were never really certain to begin with. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Way, but so the future right. is never set in stone and it can change so quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I talk all about this a lot, you know, and I did before the pandemic, yes, even because of being an anxiety specialist, it's like this mm-hmm. comes up all the time. People who have, you know, a lot of fear around health related things and, or just fear around things that could happen to them in the world or their children. And I always say, you know, this is, you know, maybe not great to hear. It's a little bit depressing, but it's true. You could walk outside tomorrow and God forbid, you know, get hit with a tree. Okay. That's an awful thing to say, but like here we are spending so much time worrying about the things that we can't control or these huge things when really, like, like you said, there's this illusion of control that's not there. So, you know, the reality is bad things happen every day. Scary things happen every day, but also really great things happen and really, Mm -hmm. you know, um, really good things. And so if we can just practice sitting with uncertainty, um, a couple of tangible ways to do this, cause people always are like, okay, that sounds great, but how the heck do I do that? Right. Yeah. So little things like taking a different route to work driving. I think I said this before on your podcast and I was like, take a different direction to work. Um, try something new that you're maybe not very good at, like taking an art class or, um, 
I don't know. I know for me, when my kids are drawing, I'm like, okay, I'll do that directed draw with you. I'm terrible at drawing, but it like mm-hmm. makes me feel uncomfortable. It helps me learn to be with the things that feel uncomfortable to me. Um, it could be things like, um, you know, going to the grocery store without a list. People are like, why would I do that? Because you need, because it's a really good practice to handle just kind of not knowing. So, right. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never thought of it that way before. So during this time with all that's been going on, you have managed to write a book. Um, a little bit less of a hot mess. I don't know how you pulled that off for starters. So um, congratulations on just doing Thank you. My goodness. What an accomplishment. Um, Can you talk to us a little bit about the book, what's in there and um, (laughs) how we're getting it on the shelves? Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, what's on those pages? So let, let me back up a little bit. I, cause I hear this a lot. People are like, how did you write a book? You've got three kids of practice. And I, I say, you know, the, the big thing for me is it was my, I wrote it. I started writing in January of 2020, um, sorry, 2021. Um, and I finished it in three months, the, the first draft, at least it was my sort of life raft to get through that really hard time. Yes. There were things that I had been saying to women in my practice for years, things that I'd been working on in my own journey as a mom and as a woman. And I just had it all kind of kept inside and I wanted to put it on paper. And I just kind of felt like if there's, there's never a good time, right. uh, but if there's ever a time, it feels like now because there's so much in transition and, and just so much changing in the world that like, it feels like it has to be now. And so I was able to uh, pour that energy into the book. And it felt really good. I would, because it was, it was also my way of getting out of the house and saying, I need to go to my office for four hours on a Friday and just write. And that to me felt like a vacation, believe it or not. But yeah, you're, you know, many women can relate when you're, when you're a mom and just getting to do something that feels good. So when I say it's my life raft, it really was because it allowed me to put a lot of my own uncertainty and sort of energy onto, onto paper and hopes that it would help other women, um, feel like they had some more, um, some more kind of stake in their story. And so this, yeah. what this book is about, it's called a little less of a hot vest, the modern mom's guide to growth and evolution. I love it's that not title. Your, yeah. It's not your typical self-development book in the sense that yes, I'm a therapist and I have a you know, an expertise in psychology, but I'm also a mom who gets it. I am a mom who experienced postpartum anxiety. I'm a mom who has three little ones who loses my shit sometimes, you know, I am, a, sure, <laughs> I, come, yeah. I come, I come at this stuff with all the same things that, that all of us do. And so I was able to, I really wanted to take my psychology, you know, expertise and blend it with my experience of being a real life mom and create these invitations into personal growth for women that are practical. Because so often, you know, we get told, do this, do that, change this, you'll feel better. And it's just exhausting. So, um, you know, I think it was really my love note to, it's my life raft and it was my love note to myself, but to hopefully moms everywhere. And someday, you know what, honestly, my daughters, I hope they read this if they become moms and feel a little more understood and validated in their experience. Absolutely. Do you find that women are craving that connection and that, that need to be understood and validated right now? I think, I think my experience through the pandemic and my husband's 
you know, over the past 18 months. And maybe maybe this isn't true, but it just is the way that I feel. It, it feels like it, it has been experienced a little bit differently, like more mm-hmm. falling on the mom's shoulders than the husband's, you know, particularly because, you know, I don't have a corporate job. I've been working from home, creating my own job for a couple years now. And so when the kids came home and I couldn't send them to school, I was the default parent. I was the one doing the you know, the, the homeschooling and the virtual, mm-hmm. the, the, all the things. And he got to sit in the basement and do work. And then when it yes. opened back up, he went back to the office or, I mean, it just more women, women have been carrying more of the load. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you think that that has reflected itself or are, do you see more women with anxiety and, you know, struggling with this stuff right now than with men? I do. And that's just, you know, I, that's my experience from what I see as one clinician beyond my role as a therapist. I offered, I also do coaching work, one-on-one coaching work, because I wanted to expand the work of wellness beyond just the, you know, kind of traditional therapy model. So in, in the coaching work, I really work mostly with moms, everyday moms. They don't necessarily have to have a mental health diagnosis. In fact, that would be for therapy, but in coaching, what I'm seeing so many women that I'm talking to are just feeling like they're barely keeping their head above water. Mm. Um, you know, with, with the weight of everything, whether it's, um, you know, they're stay at home moms and they feel like it's all falling on them. Um, and like you said, you know, their, their husbands are getting to go to work or their partners, regardless of husband, wife, you know, whatever, um, or just girlfriend, boyfriend, it doesn't matter. The fact is sure. usually the male or the, you know, one who identifies as male in relationship tends mm-hmm. to still it's 2021 still gets to be the one to go off to work and the weight falls on us women. And so it's not always the case, but yes, generally that's what I'm seeing. It of course increases anxiety because one human can only take on so much, you know, yeah. uh, but also this other cool things happening. And I want to point that out too. And I kind of, I use this a lot on my, in my language, when I'm talking to women and whether it's in my book or my website uh, on social media, it's, it's, I call it the momolution. I feel like there's this motherhood revolution happening. And I do too. I feel yeah, it. I feel, I feel it. it. Like we're talking, like we're talking right now, like I've been on so many podcasts recently and I've had wonderful guests on mine. You're going to be on mine soon talking about the same very thing about how we need to be, um, we need to be understood the role of motherhood, you know, in Hey Mama, we talk about it as put motherhood on your resume. The role of mom is so much bigger than just what we've thought of it or conceptualize it as. So I feel the pandemic as hard as it is on women is also opening up this very real important conversation about Mm -hmm. what needs to change and shift. Hasn't happened yet, but it's starting. Well, because it was, it was hard to start with, like before the pandemic hit, so many women were doing the, all the things but no one was was noticing it because we had been doing it for so long and it was the status quo for a couple generations now. I mean, my mom was a working mom. She had a, a job working 40 hours a week and then an hour long commute each way. And, you know, it was one of those things that I think you're a couple of generations into this and it's very obvious that the model somehow doesn't work. It's not working. Women are doing you know, full load of, of work outside the home. And then they're usually still doing 80 to 90% of the work in the home. And then it's like, it's too much. Oh, 
It wasn't really working to begin with. And so that's why I think when the bottom fell out during the pandemic, you've seen it. It's been such a crisis because it's like, oh, my God, I was barely hanging on. And now I'm like really barely hanging on. Yeah, because and it's gone on for so long now that it's and now the uncertainty of it and the, you know, it, it's just become so much. But the book that you've written, I think, is really going to help women. That's so great that you've put that together. And I see, I see what you see too, with this mom, mom, evolution, like evolution, <laughs> the evolution of moms right now, we're kind of leading the way we're saying, you know what? Enough is enough. We're creating our own yeah. jobs. We're, we're demanding remote and part-time and flexible work options. And it's like, it's great to see because it should have been here already because we've got the technology for it. And, you know, and just to, you know, add to that, I think I can't quote the research or I don't know exactly where it came from, but I heard, um, I think it was Reese Witherspoon, who's a huge advocate for, you know, women in, in women's rights and women in the workplace and all this stuff. And she talked about how um, research shows that women are more productive when they're given more flexibility. Yeah. So like, if you allow them to you know, work from home, if we allow them, if, if we pay them what they deserve, right. If we allow them to like, pr- not pretend like they don't have kids while they're working, we are so much more productive and capable. So it's just, yeah. any so that's part of not necessarily, you know, directly what my book's about, but my, I think my hope is that by elevating each individual mom who gets to, who reads this book by knowing that she has she doesn't need permission. She already had permission to say yes to herself and her own personal growth and her own journey. Um, that, that will start to change kind of the landscape of motherhood and not just my book. My book is one thing, but just all these conversations that people like you and I are having. Yes, absolutely. So, um, how are you getting your book out there? Where can people find it? How does that work? Yeah. So, um, I partnered with, uh, um, I'm working with a publishing company called The Collective Book Studio. They're wonderful. They are called a partner publishing company. So it's not, it's not traditional publishing and it's not Mm self-publishing. They, it's, it's, it's a different new model that I really love because I was able to have total creative control over my book, but they helped me by providing an editor. They have all the traditional publishing contacts. So to answer your question, um, it, the book will be out in March 15th is the pub date or the release date. And it'll mm-hmm. be all, I think all the major stores, Barnes and Noble, oh we hope, right. Um, it'll definitely, it's already on Amazon pre-order right now. So you can pre-order it on Amazon and yeah. So it's getting out there because this wonderful team that I'm working with has all these connections in the world. And also to be honest, I'm busting my butt to get it out there. Um, yeah. I don't have, I'm a therapist and a mom to three kiddos. I didn't have a huge budget to do this. So I am really trying to just spread the word about the book on my own. And I started a campaign from through iFund Women, which is an amazing organization that helps women like you and me get their projects off the ground. So yeah, yeah. I love it. I think it's so exciting. And, and, you know, I have never written a book or published a book or anything like that. I've never had anything to do with that. I did have Angela Engel on. She's um, on a season one episode of the podcast also. And she's the founder of the Collective Book Studio. And she's so great. I loved her story of how she even got that started. And she works with so many amazing women. She just works with great people. And she's I think she's a publishing powerhouse. I mean, she knows what she's doing. 
And he is. He is. I think it's so great that that you've partnered with her. But even more than that, like I think about the the fast turnaround time. Like you literally started writing the, writing the book in January of 2021, and now it's going to be on bookshelves in March of 2022. That just seems really fast to me. I mean, it's really fast for the book. The, the world of publishing, which I didn't know before writing a book, how archaic and slow pu- traditional publishing is. Yeah. Uh, a big part of working with a collective studio. And this is like, you know, not an ad here, but I just, I, me too. I love Angela. I love the studio. I love the whole team. Um, a big part of it is let's get this work on, let's get this work out there in the world. Let's kind of toss some of the unnecessary stuff and, yes. and work. so yeah, she's awesome. And just another great example of a women founded women led agency doing things different, right? She's doing disrupting She's disrupting the publishing industry. Like she really like is trying to disrupt the motherhood, you know, <laughs> exactly. motherhood goals. Yeah. yeah. We're rethinking how moms work and what Angela is doing is such a big piece of that. So congrats. I think it's so, so exciting. So how can people work with you? Where can they find you? Obviously I'm going to link your Instagram and things like that on in the show notes, but you know, if they want to find you right now, how can they do that? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. So um, on Instagram, you can find me at Caitlin.Sule. That's K-A-I-T-L-I-N.Sule. And I hang out there quite often. So I try and post a mix of, you know, kind of like psycho ed videos, psychology videos, as well as motherhood stuff and my real life. And then you can also go to my website, which is wellnotesbycaitlin.com. That's my, that's my coaching business, wellnotesbycaitlin.com. I do some limited one-on-one coaching work. Um, and I also have a anxiety workshop on there and more workshops to come. So Wellnotes by Caitlin is a great place to start. Oh, and something fun. I don't even know if I've told you this about uh, you yet. I can't talk, Carla. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. Don't delete it. This is real life, right? No, uh, it's the real deal. Real deal. I just released some really fun merch. I actually partnered with Go to Market Studio, who's another Hey Mama connection. Coffee mugs, um, T-shirts. I came up with the slogans, and it's all stuff and efforts, or all like sayings and efforts to elevate moms. My whole my whole hope is that when they go to take a sip of their coffee in the morning, you know, there's one that says like, there she is. And there's one that says, tell a new story so that they just feel that sense of like, yes, like, okay, I can do this. Right. Yeah. So that's my website now as well. Yeah. So it's been really, it's been a fun journey. Oh, that's great. You're just doing so many amazing things. I, I love to see it. It's inspiring. You're helping women, even as, as you're going through this journey on your own. It's just, I think it's so great. So thank you. You too, Carla. Thank you so much. Um, I can't wait to have you on my podcast. You guys, oh, yeah, I know. Too. it's the same as the book. It's called a little less of a hot mess. So you guys can check that out to hear more conversations uh, like this. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, y'all be sure to follow Caitlin and she's always welcome back here anytime. I think you know that. And um, so, yeah, and I'll see you very soon over on a little less, little less of a hot mess podcast. Awesome. Thanks, Carla. All right. Thanks, Caitlin. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Mom's Career Guide. If you liked what I had to share, please take a screenshot and share that on social and tag me at the Mom's Career Guide. I look forward to seeing you back here next week.